episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. And I'm here with myself. My name is Justin Camps. And I'm here also with Elizabeth Helley. And in person, or should I say in dogson, <laughs> Tyler Hymanson. Oh, how long were you thinking about that one, huh? That was literally the only note that I took. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was like, get out of here. <laughs> Oh, um, God. So, yeah, not only do we give each and every movie a fair trial, we also give each and every TV show and special <laughs> a fair right. trial. And we have a Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Uh, we are reaching back into our franchise pockets and pulling out <laughs> an extra bonus Christmas episode for you guys about Joe Camp's Benji, Benji's very own Christmas story. <laughs> According to Elis's DVD case. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and in the canon with two hands. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, well, okay, I'll talk about that later. But, yeah, speaking of this DVD cover, uh, it's got a quote on the front that says, from the LA Times that says, Practically perfect, bright, funny, inventive. So eat your heart out, Mary Poppins Returns, because <laughs> Benji's Christmas special is practically perfect in every way. Okay, but I'm looking at this quote, and it says practically perfect, dot, 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 <laughs> bright, fancy, fancy, and innovative. <laughs> what happens in between the dot, dot, dot? Those ellipses are acceptable in journalistic quotes. What if it's, yeah, yeah. I, practically I'm sure. perfect disappointment. <laughs> 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 that would this be is, up. I doubt it says that. I doubt this it. is this is nothing like the bright and playful filmmaking. So I don't know. Is there a commercial? We're about to find out right now. Is there a trailer? We were in Europe when this little village in Switzerland invited us to be grand marshals of the Christmas parade. Welcome to Zermatt and a merry Christmas to you. Are you a priest? I am Chris Kringle. You don't look anything like our Santa Claus. Well, of course not. Chris Kringle is what Santa Claus looks like in Germany. I have some friends who would sell their boots to see Benji, but they can't come to the parade because they're working. So, I wonder if we could go there before the parade starts. Are you sure we'll be back in time? Oh, absolutely more! What did he say? <laughs> the slightest. So off we went to this wonderful little village in the mountains. Where are we? Yes, well, somewhere exactly between here and there, which is halfway between sooner or later, and very nearly up and down. But where is here? Where would you like it to be? I think there was a trailer. I don't know. <laughs> All right. This was a uh, directed by Joe Camp television Christmas special that aired in uh, 1978. Also on ABC. ABC loves those Christmas specials, you guys. Loves De Benji. We just came back from two Home Alone varying in quality <laughs> TV Christmas <laughs> movies. Well, those were ABC Family. This was on ABC proper, right? Okay, so this is like, is the, would you say this is Emmy nominated quality? I would. <laughs> Was this Emmy nominated? This is an Emmy nominated special. Yeah. Oh my god! What year? Seventy-eight. Uh, yeah, this okay. is so it was nominated in nineteen seventy-nine. The year after Star Wars. Nominated in nineteen seventy-nine for outstanding children's program, along with a special Sesame Street Christmas oh. and Once Upon a Classic, with Christmas Eve on Sesame Street being the eventual winner. People are watching this. They do not know that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Oh, That's true. <laughs> All they know is that Benji is a famous, lovable dog. Yeah, they know that Benji is a movie star. Yeah. and Because uh, this movie plays up the same thing that we thought was hilarious in Benji, too, where he was a spy. Or he was like, like, wasn't a spy, but it was just like, oh, like people know Benji as a movie star. Yeah. This, yeah. this movie is great because, like, uh, so yeah, we walked through the franchise, and we, you know, purposely didn't talk about this one because we want to save it for Christmas. Yeah. And but if you are a Benji completist, I think you need to see this Christmas special because it has some of the original cast members. It does. And if you love manic depression, manic depressive <laughs> depictions of Santa Claus, you also need to Which see. Which you this might movie. if you liked the Santa Claus. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this, this, this has, uh, Mary and Cindy from the original Benji films and this one stars Ben Jean. 
as yeah, Benji. Yeah, love Benji. One of our favorite of the Benjis. Yes. And thankfully, Joe Camp still directed it, and Frank and Juanita Inn are still working yeah. with Benjin, and Yule Box is doing the music. Yeah, so this is like, exactly, I'm saying this the is like... The gang's back together. That's this right. is classic Benji. You need to see it if you're a Benji fan. And it just came out on Blu-ray? Just came out on Blu-ray from Mill Creek Entertainment, who put out all the other uh, Blu-rays that I bought <laughs> for the Benji series, but... I do have to say, this one was lacking on special features. Okay. Well, it is a very short Christmas special. I know. So. It would have been cool. Uh, they what might, were the probably, features? Uh, so, the, so the problem is the features recycle the uh, Benji at work and Benji uh, movie star one with the kid okay. or whatever. So they, they recycle those uh, those ones from a previous Blu-ray. And then there's like a short um, montage of all the these classic Benji scenes, which okay. was kind of nice to see. But it would have been cool to see some like behind the scenes or even a commentary uh, about this Christmas special because I think it's pretty interesting. And uh, I would love to hear, you know, how it came about. Yeah. I would love to hear what some of the behind the scenes motivations were for some of these yes. things. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I... Uh, don't have a Blu-ray player because I'm poor, so I bought a six dollar DVD that was made before this digital remastering for Blu-ray, <laughs> and it day did not day. look great. Oh. And then when I, because I bought it before I knew the special was on Netflix, or when I looked it up, it wasn't on Netflix yet, which now it is. And I went to look at the Netflix version because there was a certain thing I wanted to see if they had edited or not. The Netflix version is pristine. The Netflix one was amazing. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, I should just watch this on Netflix. Yeah, Why did I even buy this? The Blu-ray is like really great. It's it's it looks like they did a good job with restoring this because I've seen also. I think you know it, it, you should you should watch it on Netflix, buy the Blu-ray. But if you happen to see it on YouTube, like that is not a good place to watch it. Or do not buy the DVD. <laughs> oh, sad. Who put out the DVD? I'm curious. Uh, it's the company that they Walmart. were working with oh. before. Yeah. <laughs> Walmart. Guy am. Ooh, no, that sounds bad. Yeah, it's, is it's, this is this what you're seeing if they were going to edit? Not quite, but <laughs> it, it's on that vein. Yeah. Um, so anyways, let's get to the premise. Yeah. So uh, in this Christmas special, um, the you know casting crew of Benji is going on a promotional tour. Yeah. Uh, uh, because you know, as in as we talked about in the previous episodes, which you should listen to by the way, um, Benji was an international star, and so he would go around. They would take Benji around to other countries, and people would freak out and want to see the yeah. dog. So that is kind of like what this is, and they are deciding to go to one of the most Christmas-like towns in Europe that they. Could find. Do they ever say the name of the town? They don't. It seems like it's German. It's Zermatt in Switzerland. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So all the exteriors were filmed in Switzerland, uh, which you can definitely tell that this is not a lot. It is a yeah. charming oh. European yeah. snow covered town. I was town. like, I, I was like, I want to go to this place. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know if it's still it's like Zermatt. that. Again, again, Joe Camp killing it by actually going and shooting things for real mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then all the interiors were shot in nice in france mm. uh, so i'm assuming some old mansion yeah place was santa's workshop nice <gasps> santa's in this movie <gasps> chris sort of chris kringle <laughs> <laughs> so anyways uh cindy and um mary patsy garrett have brought benji to be the grand marshal of the zermatt christmas parade sure and they meet their coach driver who is an old man that looks Santa-like. Yeah. and uh, Or he could be a wino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's played, uh, he's played by English actor Ron Moody, um, who uh, you know has been nominated for a bunch of awards. Yeah. He played Fagin and Oliver uh, you know, on Broadway, and he was in a bunch of like Mel Brooks movies and hmm. like really great like comedic actor. He's been he was also in some uh, Disney films, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um, he played he played Merlin in two Disney films. So. Mm. Uh, a kid in King Arthur's Court, which has multiple <laughs> multiple uh, entries. Yeah. Bookmark that. We'll be back to that. <laughs> yeah. uh. So we might be seeing you again, Ron Moody. <laughs> he is a Merlin looking motherfucker. Yeah. He, he, I, he, I thought he did a good job of playing this character yeah. as it was written. Uh, it was he's kind of a, absolutely. He's absolutely. kind of an aloof uh, Santa character. Yeah, he's Chris Kringle and. Santa, and then he kind of goes through all the different iterations of the Santa uh, trope yeah. throughout different countries. Yeah. Um, and so he kind of like takes them on this sleigh through the town, and he's like, 
oh, but, you know, I've got some some friends of mine who just can't make it to the parade because Benji is going to be like the head marshal of this Christmas parade in the town um, or the special guest of the Christmas parade. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but these, oh, these friends of mine, they really want to meet Benji, but they can't, uh, they just can't be there. Can we go stop and meet them first? And, you know, Mary and Cindy are so nice and they're just like, of course, let's they go. They probably thought it was a bunch of like bedridden sick children <laughs> yeah. or something. Like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They don't know who this guy is. He's like talking all weird. Yeah, he's a wino. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, and they, they, he, he takes them to this like creep, not creepy, but this like weird looking like shack basically that has a door that says like don't verboten. Oh yeah, which verboten. Is yeah, German yeah. for forbidden or don't. Go yeah, and then she's yeah. like, doesn't that mean forbidden? She's like, not in Russian. She's like, what does it mean in Russian? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was so also, funny. they're in Switzerland, so I don't know why it yeah. was in German anyway. Yeah. He was speaking German too, like uh, yeah. to, to well, the, we'll we'll get into this interpretation. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, he does like a special knock on the door, and they go in, and suddenly it's like they're on the other side of this door in like kind of what looks like the same town, but. All of a sudden, there's all these elves around, and it's Santa's workshop. People this, doing crazy stuff. This person is actually Santa. Claus. <gasps> Spoiler alert! Yeah, or he slipped them. And the head elf is everybody's <laughs> favorite little person actor, Deep Roy. Deep yeah! Roy. So you know, you know him as every single Oompa Loompa from that <laughs> horrible Johnny Depp uh, Willy Wonka movie. That's He's right. He's been an Ewok. He plays Teeny Weeny in Never Ending Story. The guy with the snail. Um, Do you guys remember when we were like we were kind of excited about Tim Burton and Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka? No, uh, I was never like, excited. No, about like, that. like when it was coming out, I was like, could be I was interesting. kind of excited. It was like nope. could be interesting. Nope. <laughs> nope. There's uh, that movie is weird. Yeah, <laughs> but Deep Roy is awesome. And I do he like the Oompa Loompa song. Is though. the main elf outside, and then they put him in like three or four different costumes for the later scene, and he's in like a bunch of different dance variations. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, the movie is committed that that the elves want to see Benji. Like this is something that they that Santa is certain that. Everybody there is going to be very excited about But, I mean, obviously, why wouldn't they? Right. But, like, this it's is like one of the... Fucking cute-ass dog. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is one of the things where, like, I can't tell if it's arrogant or endearing about these movies, where it's like, Benji's so fucking famous. Like, everyone wants to see Benji. I mean, I think it's endearing. Well, okay, you have to think, like, this came out at peak Benji. Yeah. And so people watching this are like... I would want to see Benji. <laughs> I mean, I would want to see Benji. Right I, w- now, I would. So, I would too. Like, I, I feel like that's a cynical way to look at it. But like, what, what you're saying, like, yeah, I, no. I think when people watching this movie, like, they believe it, and Benji was a legit star. Like he was. Like he was. Like I would. Like I could see Jack Nicholson, but also Benji's over here. I, I mean, they don't. Benji. I would go Benji. They don't do like multiple uh, Emmy nominated television specials for just anyone. <laughs> I mean, it's alongside friggin' Sesame Street, okay? Sure, so, sure, know, sure, I sure. <laughs> I buy it, okay? I buy it. <laughs> so, um, then there is a scene with two fashion designer elves. I love this. Pins and needles. No, it's needles, needles and, and pins. pins. They yeah. never say, you always are like, oh, they're going to say pins and needles, but no, they always like, needles, needles and pins. pins. Yeah, which um, I thought they were so... Uh, Delightful. They were interesting. Um, which one was the female? Needles or pins? I don't um, know if they ever really explained. Okay, so anyways, one of them, the female one, is Sadie Corey. She's also an Ewok and a Transylvanian from She's an Ewok Rocky in real life? Horror. Okay. She has been an Ewok and in the Dark Crystal. And then, nice. like, all these... They're all connected. Um, uh, so Marcus Powell, who it's all connected. So wait, is the child star checking just based on size? No, I have she's, child star checking. She didn't say she. I'm do- just giving. That's fun a horrible. Facts. That's horrible. Did I ever say the words child star checking? No. How dare you? I'm allowed to say fun facts about actors without giving child star checking. They're not I apolog- children. I apologize. They're not God. children. I apologize. That was a horrible thing to They're say. Adults. You're gonna like this. Fun fact, okay? God. Marcus You awful human person. (laughs) I'm sorry, everybody. Merry Christmas. 
<laughs> Bonus episode! Marcus Powell, speaking of Star Wars, played Rykar Rijerd in the cantina scene. What? And he's a little person that is standing at the bar, and he's right under the bartender's hand when the bartender goes, Hey, we don't serve their kind here. Oh, no. Is he the little bat person who's like, meep, meep, No, meep. He, he's just, he is, he's not wearing any prosthetics. He's not like a weird alien. Oh, he's okay. just a, he's a bim, a human-esque bim. I guess there's both the furry bims and the human-like bims. <laughs> I, went, I found this all out on Wikipedia. That's a Star Wars fact I did not know. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, me neither. Let's deep but, dive. Yeah, he's in the cantina scene and in the Christmas special because they reused the footage. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but it's different. It's like unused footage from okay, A New Hope. Okay. So, uh... So yeah, Star Wars connections. I liked all of the elves in in this in this whole like section. I, I, well, I these ones were little people, adults being elves, and yeah. then later when they go inside, then it gets problematic. It switches to the Santa Claus model of but, children being the elves. But let's talk about let's talk about this uh, the the this this, this, the Santa, this Santa scene. fable. Yeah. Uh, okay. First of all, I don't know if it's needles or pins, but whoever the the female one is, she is like just talking a mile a minute and like spouting off all these sassy things about like the different fashion designs they have. And she's showing off these new, she's showing (laughs) off these new designs for Santa. Like, Oh, we're going to get rid of these. uh, We're going to get rid of the pants. And Ooh, these pants are terrible. And then like, Santa's like, I don't like this. And she's then she's like immediately a- like, I told you he was, this was stupid. I told you these designs were dumb. So in Joe camp's version of the Santa myth, Santa changes clothes. Mm, This is cool. It's, I, I, I agree. I agree. It is Santa changes clothes no matter what country that he's in. And he does so. How he gets across, uh, delivers all the presents in one night, is a, with the same logic. It's a kid's logic, but I think that actually something that I thought of and I was like, yeah, it does make sense. Where it's like, well, no, if I plot the specific course, I have 24 hours of night, baby. Yeah, he, <laughs> he gets out the big globe and he's like, I'm going to explain to Cindy how this works and how it's always night somewhere. And he's about yeah. to explain this not that difficult science. And then right when he's about to give the explanation, he goes, I ah, forget it. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> yeah. It's too complicated, you idiot. He does Cindy. it all with the help of the CPAC. Yeah. Yeah. Which stood for a Christmas Eve package and something. I didn't. I, I, I forgot. I didn't I write remember. it down, but yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, okay. So Tyler was touching on it a little bit. He he not only changes clothes, but I think this is a really uh, fascinating idea of what like Santa Claus is and how he, you know, growing up as a kid, you're always like, oh, I know Santa Claus, and you go through school and you learn it's not like taught it's, school. Cool. it's, yeah, like, but it's you, like the scene of in the Santa Claus exactly. where he says all of his You're names like oh other places he's called Chris Kringle or all these other things Sinterklaas um, and this Santa Claus uh, this concept of Santa Claus is that he is whatever people think of him so like if you think of him as the Santa Claus from the Coke bottle commercials yeah. mm-hmm. uh, that is what you'll see if you think of him as like the old, like a uh, uh, Chris Kringle or whatever, more European. Saint that's what Nicholas, you'll see. Yeah, Saint Nicholas, I have, I have, I have a coworker who just watched the Kurt Russell Christmas Chronicles movie, and to her three year old daughter, Santa Claus is Kurt Russell. Yeah, if you see Kurt Russell, it's Kurt Russell. And I just think that's a really fascinating idea uh, that I don't think I've seen before, as far as like an explanation for how Santa, like how usually, Santa looks. yeah, usually everyone's trying to explain how Santa gets around. They're never trying to explain like why he there's different Santas in different countries. And I just thought that was a really cool, it's fascinating a, it's idea. A, it's a very Epcot, like very inclusive. Uh, this is a high concept Christmas special. Yeah, it no, really is. It really <laughs> is. It really is. It's one of those things where, and like, and to to think of it in seventy eight, like it's incredibly progressive, and and uh, I love the idea too of like like no, like Santa's a bunch of different things for a bunch of different people. Yeah, and it's just cool, like you know, yeah, that the <laughs> the idea that whatever you think of him as, that's how he's going to appear to you. Yeah, unless he's like in control of the situation or whatever. <laughs> so it turns out Santa has a. Broken leg, even though he's been walking around, he's got his leg in like a uh-huh. cast. And yeah. so he can't go deliver the presents this year. He's sending the elves in his stead. Yeah, there's a fun there's a fun scene of like so in the in the town you see all the elves like training for Christmas and there's a fun scene where they're like going through like chimney climbing class or whatever and they're like in this like double dare type like <laughs> chimney 
like trap that they're in or whatever. I thought it was really fun. They were like falling, falling yeah. down and everything. I, I like that. So they're going to take his place. Yeah. They're going to try anyway. The elves are going to go in his stead. Just like uh, that other movie. Th- those TV specials uh, for Disney. What was oh, it Prep and Landing. Prep and Landing. Yeah. yeah. Like that. <laughs> I've never actually watched it. I've only seen the world of color scenes what? from it. <laughs> worth watching. I have no idea what those are. I don't oh, know. I don't you should I don't watch. Know. They're they're pretty worth watching. <laughs> they're like fifteen minutes long. I think they're like on YouTube. Okay, or something. I well, think maybe they're, they're not. No, I think they they're show like, what, what are these? What are we talking? It's about? It's an animated Christmas special. Is it? Is it Mickey? By Disney? No. no. Oh, it's about elves that like they're the elves that prepare the houses for Santa. Oh, okay. It's a cool idea. <laughs> anyway, um, so the next after. Um, Failing to explain the globe to Cindy, he takes them into the big international workshop um, where all the elves from all over the world and every country are there sorting the mail from their country. Yeah, it's the letters department. And the only way you know that they're from different countries is that they're dressed in stereotypical outfits of those countries. Or in blackface. (laughs) Yeah. grabbing our colors <laughs> right now in case you can't hear that. It's, so so 1970. Let's, let's, yeah, let's get into, before we like, get into like the plot of this, I, I feel like it's like sidebar real quick. This is 78. It is has the best intentions. Yeah. It, is, that, yes. it is Benji. It is trying to be the most inclusive that it is. Yep. But it's trying to be the most inclusive from a bunch of white dudes who do not understand these cultures. And so the sentiment is there and maybe in 78 that's enough and it it actually did widen people's horizons and mm-hmm. maybe did make people kind of think about well maybe we are think about similar. Santa and other cultures. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 I think that that there's actually nothing wrong with this. But there's no there malice is, in there is a no. lot wrong with this. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean like you could never do it now, yeah. and like you could do it now, but you would have to get the people and the right. That's, yes. well, that's what she's yeah. saying. No, yeah. yeah, but you can't. You do can't do it like this. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously, we said already that all this stuff was filmed. All the inside stuff was filmed in Nice, in France. And yes, there are black people in France at this time, but probably not that many. And you're not in Paris. You're out in Nice. Yeah. And so all the kids are white. All of them are white. And responding to casting calls and like like posting whatever sure. your yeah. schedule is, it's like and you, it's just like yeah. unfortunately at this yeah at that moment in time so people were not they worried could about have, those They could have shipped out some American kids to fill out the international looking cast, but they didn't, or that was cost prohibitive or whatever. And so, I mean, I can totally a hundred percent imagine Joe Camp and them being like, "We got to represent all the different kinds of kids," so I guess we'll like. Just, you know, have this kid make his skin look darker and he'll yeah. be in the background. He won't be featured, so it won't be as obvious. But then everyone will feel included. And, you know, like, it's 100% the best of intentions. But, right. yeah, it's bad. Don't do it. No one should do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, yeah it's really unfortunate watching now. But, like, yeah, like but I said. it is old. It is old. Yeah, it, yeah. And, I, yeah, exactly. And, and you're never once feeling like, Oh, they're making fun of these people no, or anything really like that. Do. It's all very sweet and like, like I, you said, and I feel like that the thing that it does there's there's musical interludes where Santa's trying to do all the different accents and he does these things and the the American accent that he does is just as insulting as as all of the other. His Texas accent was not good. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, <laughs> and, and and that's kind of where, and I almost feel like that Y'all that, gonna be from that, that was them acknowledging maybe that they, like we're operating with stereotypes well, and also here. That, he only did white accents, which I appreciate. He never tried to like speak chive or yeah. speak like a China man or something, you right. know, like or he never did like a Speedy Gonzalez voice. Uh, yeah, he yeah, only. Like, he did, yes. he did like a Russian voice and a German voice, which we he, all know it's fine to make fun of different kinds of white he, people. He let, <laughs> he let the music do that for him. Yes, uh-huh. the music is not great. Some of the choreography was like, ugh. Yeah, and we're ta- when we're talking about music, we're saying like there is a musical number in yeah. this. Right? No, we, haven't, was, we haven't fully mentioned that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So let's, let's dive right into this. He is a multiplicity. This was far before uh, multiplicity in the movie. Michael Keaton. <laughs> So, yeah. so as here's, soon as he said that, I thought. Of here's the thing about this whole musical number, and I, I don't. It's like so. The whole point is that Santa is all things to all people at all times. Yeah, which is a lovely idea. 
But the way that the song is portrayed, it makes him seem like this manic, depressive, like, people pleaser who's just like, I will be everything to everyone all the time. And it makes him seem like a crazy person. Yeah. It definitely does. I mean, this song definitely feels like they were like, we want to write a Mary Poppins song. It's definitely in the tradition of many musicals of that time and prior where you have this fun song and then it goes into these little interludes of different cultures. Like, they make fun of it in the South Park movie, too, with Kyle's mom's big fat bitch. And then he goes, and now all the children sing and he goes to all different countries. This is a thing at that time. So it's not like it's out of the ordinary. Um, It's just more jarring to us now because we're like, Blah, you know, like, yeah, like the Chinese people come and they do like the mushroom dance from Fantasia, yeah. you know, and the, but you know, they also have like the Spanish kids come out and do like bullfighting, yeah, dancing, and they do and the then, like stereotypical, like Russian, no, Russian everybody is that's the thing, and I think that there's something that's actually kind of amazing about it where everybody is stereotyped, including Americans, equally, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. everyone is broken down to a stereotype, which is problematic and not good. Yeah. Again, best intentions. But also, I think that they did know that there was, at least, they had, like, an inkling that there's something not great about the people that are, like, wearing different faces. And yeah. so those people are not heavily featured. The Chinese no. are sort of, but the Chinese are not painted yellow. They're just, like, they have black hair and hats yeah. covering most of right, them. Right, right. But there's no dance sequence with the black kids, the bla- quotes, we should, okay, black Okay, so we should, we should mention, like, I, I, we're, not, we're not painting this picture accurately. There's a bunch of children... With fake noses and ears, dressed like it's a small world doll. Yeah, it's a small <laughs> yep, world. It, it totally is. is it totally they're is, all yeah. white. And it, there's three kids that are in blackface wearing, like, Kenyan gowns, yep. kind of. And then there's... Uh, there's one or two kids wearing like Mexican sombreros and one of them is painted like darker brown. Yeah. So, but those people don't have their own interlude in the thing. They're like, okay, we're no. not going to go into great detail on these ones. No, you know? to, to so. them, the, and and again, maybe it looked better than the DVD. Maybe they didn't think you would ever see those people, but on the yeah. 4K Blu-ray, oh, yeah. you yeah. can see the makeup and you can well, see It's like what everyone face. said about when, uh, when um, uh, Back to the Future came out on Blu-ray. They were like, whoa, that, yeah. that old person person makeup is well, yeah. bad. That's, that's why I went to Netflix because I was like, I have to see closer if this yeah. really is what I think it is. Yeah. Like, I was pretty sure based on the DVD, but I had yeah. to go to the Netflix to be like, oh, look, the hands are white, but the skin, but the face is black, you know? Yeah. Like, so. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. That's, so, so that's now that great. we've addressed that problematic thing, there is something... Let's get back to the song. Oh, yeah, but also Let, I did like how Christmas special. Despite yeah. all of this, you know, to do about different skin colors, they just go ahead and throw Deep Roy in like three of the different <laughs> cultures. Like right. he's in the Russian one, he's in the Spanish, and like the Russian one, he does not know the choreography, and he's like at the left all. shark at of all. that one. He's yeah. like not doing it right, and it is so funny. And then at the end, he's like playing a little snare drum. Yeah, or yeah, whatever, it's but, pretty funny. Yeah, I didn't think the song was terrible, but it wasn't like the best song. No, but. But it, you know, it was a fun little song that got the point across of. It was a weird, like Russian, like yeah. it was. Uh, it was kind of strange. Um, but uh, it made, it, Benji almost, plays a gong in the middle of the does. song. <laughs> he does. Benji doesn't do a lot of stuff. That's, Benji's not really in this. That's special. what I'm gonna say is like my main issue with this. It's apart from Cindy the problematic Santa. stuff. Yeah, is that like they're m- mostly just carrying Benji around. Yeah, and he doesn't do much. Well, what I kind of got from that is like he does a few tricks in the workshop mailroom, but. I had the feeling like that he couldn't run around in the snow in Switzerland and that it was too damn cold for him oh. and that that's why they just had her carrying him around the whole time. That could be. she never put him on the ground. That could be. On, in the outdoor stuff. So, I mean, I so yeah, so he's kind of like, you know, everyone's like, oh, they want to see Benji, but he's he doesn't feel like Benji's featured quite as much. But uh, Benji does lead to like the final revelation yeah. that Santa ha- or Chris Kringle has uh, about how... You know, it turns out after the whole musical number, he's yeah. been dancing around, and all of a sudden, like, Cindy's like, wait a minute, you were dancing, and now I see this broken cast on over here. 
the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, he's like, oh, my fucking leg's not actually that broken. And then he's like, well, I just wanted like one Christmas, one Christmas, one Christmas myself. Where yeah, which is to... a you know a reasonable thought. He's been doing this for hundreds of years. I felt it was super manipulative. <laughs> oh, really? Is, yeah. But he just wanted one night, you know. Because like, he totally lied to them the entire yeah, time. For sure, for sure. But, I mean, he's in a situation where he feel, probably feels no, like no, there's no, nothing it, else he could no, do. There's, and, then, and then he makes her feel bad. And then she's like, I guess you're right. Like, I guess when I look at it that way, I'm wrong. Yeah, but then he looks over at Benji, who's just getting all the love in the world yeah. from all the elves. And he's like, wait a minute. Everyone's home is mine. I, 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 no, he says, oh my, oh, 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 I've never oh, seen, oh, have to get into that. I've never seen an animal or anyone be so good with so many different kinds of people. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm actually good with yeah. all different kinds of people. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's got. But they're just like, what a good temperament. It really, yeah. it, it draws, it tries to draw this parallel that really Benji is also like a multiplicity, like Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Like he is a dog. He's not really saying anything, but you yeah. ascribe whatever you want to him right. when you see him. He's the companion. Yeah. And yeah, everyone just, you know, like, like what we were talking about when we were, um, talking about the original films, I, I know I mentioned like when I'm watching the film, I'm like hearing what I think Benji's saying or mm-hmm. like things that yeah. I'm imagining Benji talking in these scenes or whatever. That's what you're saying. Like everyone thinks of Benji their own way. Like it's my dog or, Oh, he's thinking and then, this. And or- then Santa has a really actually great turn here where he decides like, you know what? Like, yeah, like I don't have, I, I, I always want to stay home on Christmas Eve, but like I have lots of homes and then it turns <laughs> evil and terrifying <laughs> where he's like i'm gonna be in all my homes every house is my home no one can keep me from my homes i'm gonna be in all of the homes <laughs> yeah pretty much these are my no homes one now. can stop me i will be in all of my homes and all of the lands Claus. So Cindy, bless her heart, is like, I gotta tell all my friends and tell everyone what I've learned, and so we'll all appreciate Santa more. And he's like, Nope, you can't tell anyone. I'm gonna erase your memory. You're just gonna have a warm <laughs> feeling about what happened. And she has the best line. She goes, How will they know what I know if I don't know what I know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that scene because like it's they're like sitting in some like fancy fur chair or whatever, and it's like zoomed in on her face when she says that. And like immediately after she says that, it's like some it's like cuts to some other dude who is like the parade guy who's like, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it like zooms out and it turns out they've been in the carriage, which is an yeah. interesting way to shoot it. Yeah, I, I thought, thought that was, was cool. kind of cool. It's like, yeah, oh, it, it turns cool. out they're f- yeah. suddenly outside and they're like, wait a minute, what were we doing? <laughs> Tur- yeah. Turns out Joe Camp's a filmmaker. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> we already knew well, and that. This, yeah. like, this whole thing, I mean, little kids are not going to even get what we just explained about how Benji and Santa are both multiplicities no, sure. and are these icons for us. And once again, as we've said with all the Benji movies, like he is just putting these ideas out there that are just gonna go over the heads of kids but are so interesting and are still in there and maybe later when you're older you look back on it and you're like oh crap yeah. like that Benji was deep that's like, what makes the movies great because yeah, you can enjoy them great. as a kid for different reasons as you do as yeah. an adult yeah um yeah and it ends with them like being in the Christmas parade and uh what what is he Chris Kringle says something that makes them like remember nobody's oh, perfect they put they had put when they oh, were in the yes, yes, fashion yes. room they had put this really fancy necklace on Benji and right. Santa was like eh, I felt like it was too much so I don't wear it anymore and they put it on Benji and then when Benji was in the carriage he, they were like someone was like oh wow where did you get that awesome new collar and then they were like oh yeah like, and then he's driving the carriage and he's like nobody's perfect yeah and then yeah. that's the end but wait okay I have a question uh, was one of the Santas the Pope right yes. <laughs> I was like so which which Santa looks like the Pope Pope Santa I guess the Italian one is it called Pope Santa? Are you making this up? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, I was like, are you shitting me right now? Okay. I, I was. I thought that was a little bit weird. Like, oh, one of the Santa's the Pope, but maybe there's I mean, one it's that just looks Pope esque. Like yeah. Yeah. It definitely He's got like, like a Pope looking staff and yeah. yeah I, I, I was like, huh? It may be Italy. I don't know. Um, I should think it might be Russia. 
I like that scene. Oh, Russian Orthodox. Yeah. I like that scene though, where they're like flipping the storybook, and he's like the different. Yeah, uh, he's, he's like, like a positioning. Paper doll. Yeah, he's Human positioning paper himself doll. to be the different Santas. Yeah, I like Ron Moody in this. I thought he was. Uh, he's very no. He has the most lines, and he's, he's very fun. Yeah, he's he just doing, did a great and, and, job. and it's a really great idea. Like they kind of get through. Like yeah, I have flying reindeer. I ride on a horse. I ride on a donkey i write on everything it's like there's almost like a tragedy to santa claus in this where he's like i'm trapped being whatever people need me to be whatever people want me to be and he's tired of it and then like benji is the thing that makes him realize that like no this is what people need like i'm fine doing it yeah and so it's something that's like if he there was this magical being that's like delivering all these things to everybody, and he, and like he feels trapped by it, <laughs> like it's almost existentially I mean, yeah, terrifying. It's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the curse of all like celebrities and public figures. Yeah. You know, like when this podcast really breaks it big, people are going to expect us to be hilarious all the time. <laughs> like, sure. They expect me to be you know just saying facts about kids all the time, and they're going to expect Tyler to like be talking about how. Everything's made. Yeah, Tyler's going to be like, little people are also kids. <laughs> That's what you said. I heard you I, say that. I know. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> they're going to expect Justin to play the trailer. And have yeah, his yeah. They're, 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 they're going to expect Tyler to demand hot milk. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, that so, was yeah, from the Benji the, movie. The curse of celebrity. Um, so speaking of that, uh, I when we did Child Star Check-In for the original Benji Child Star Trekkin was like relatively new and I failed to find Cindy, uh, Cynthia Smith. And I was so sad and I've been thinking about it constantly since then, these what? past six months or whatnot. And so this inspired me and I had the time today and I was like, I'm going to try again. I'm going to get back in there and try to find Cindy Smith. And I'm pretty sure I did it. <laughs> what? So, Child Star Trekkin, I am like pretty dang sure <laughs> That Cynthia Smith is now Cynthia Cowan, uh, married oh, to her husband, Tracy. Um, and she has two sons named Cole and Cade, I'm pretty sure. I think Cade, Cade is Cowan? A, we are currently yes. talking about a random Cynthia Smith. <laughs> it might be. It might be. It, it very well may be. But I have compared the photo evidence, and I'm pretty sure it's her Her. <laughs> Her son's a linebacker. Uh, he's a senior in high school. You're like computer enhance age. Yeah, <laughs> they're from Dallas. They're from Flower Mound, and she is the lead real estate broker of Hall Park, which is a massive office park uh, in North Texas. And I am pretty sure. Let's her. get her on the podcast. I tweeted at her and said, "Were you and Benji?" I don't think she's going to respond. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Were you and Benji? Were you and Benji? Oh, we, we need a studio in your office park the, in the Dallas. Is like people always ask me this. I'm not. This <laughs> no, she's not even like. Well, first of all, Smith. Who's gonna? Yeah. And like, yeah. And that's why I couldn't find her before because she doesn't even go use the Smith anymore. Right. But uh, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Interesting. That's crazy. We'll see. I could be completely wrong. I mean, I said C- I'm eighty percent there. Mm-hmm. Cynthia Smith, you're a multiplicity. Oh, yes. you're you're what we want you to be. You look like whatever we imagine <laughs> <Yeah>. you as. <laughs> she was kind of funny. Like the, her her line delivery in this movie was kind of funny. She's <laughs> incredulous as shit. She's yeah. just like really fucking Santa. Like, yeah. don't lie to me. Are you sure about that? <laughs> like when they first get to the like North Pole area and her and. uh Mary or like, what the fuck? You know? Like, like, they're like, okay, wino. I like, like, really back to the parade. Right? I was like, she, they were like, wait a minute. Aren't you supposed to be in the North Pole? And he's like, yeah, well, we, uh, the climate's better here and it's more central located. <laughs> centrally located. <laughs> I thought that was a fun line, too. Yeah. So um, should we rank this Christmas special? Sure. Sure. What are you going to rank it as? How many uh, Russian necklaces? I don't know. Was that a Russian necklace? I don't know. How many Pope Santas would you give this? There you go. Oh, oh boy. I think I would give this. It's really difficult. And I I thought that I I was pretty offended watching this (laughs) because it's not uh, okay. But then I had to like afterwards be like, Okay, like this has all the best intentions. Like this is not meant to be, and it's seventy eight. Yeah, it and and it actually feels 
pretty modern. And it could have been so much worse. Go watch the Silly Symphony, Santa's Workshop. And, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, absolutely could. It, it, it almost feels like that it should be like 88, and that would be way more problematic. Uh, and I think that there's something... I'm There's, sure it was a pretty radical idea at the time. Like Santa, this no, one Santa. No, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure people were mad about it. Yeah. You know, like I, that's what I was thinking about. It's like, it's like, Probably. what is, what is the, like, how useful is the white dude's version of inclusion? Well, it's so and, funny. What year was Charlie Brown? Uh, I can look it up. S- yeah, not because I within knowing, ten years knowing how religious the camps. Not Justin Camps, but Joe Camp and his family are. Yeah. I was surprised that the true meaning of Christmas and Jesus never even came into this. Charlie yeah. Brown Christmas, 1965. Okay, yep. so that's already been around, you know. But, like, yep. not a mention of any of that. Yeah. Which, you know, some people probably would think that's a bad thing or you think it's a good thing because then everyone, like, I think to the credit of this, they're trying to say that all of these reasons for christmas and figures of christmas are all valid and so they don't even go to the religious part i think that it's a uh take on the christmas special that i have not seen i think that it is something that has a positive message i think that it has a musical number that i don't totally hate (laughs) yeah I yeah, I, I, but for reasons that part of it was loathsome but i didn't totally hate the music number i God, is it is it six Pope Santas? I feel like it's that's six. kind of what I was. I gonna think give it's it six to. Pope Santas. I'm going to give it six Pope Santas to you. I feel like, uh, you know, like I was saying at the beginning, I feel like this is something that if you are a Benji aficionado, you should definitely watch. I'm not saying that they should be like, oh, uh, they should re-air this on ABC yeah. nowadays because I don't think that would go over well. I think it it wouldn't. I think you know, it, it would be, be one of those things that if, out of context. Yeah. It would be maligned. I think, yeah, I think it works. I think it works really well as a, um, you know, kind of like a historical a artifact. Piece. Yeah. Something to look back at. And I think it's, I think it's completely fair to, uh, view it, you know, as if it, you know, to view it in the multiple different ways, like viewing it now and being like, Oh my God, I'm offended. And viewing it as like something that came out in 1978. That I- was probably, as we've said, pretty progressive. And for the time, I think that there's something unique about how we got to watch it as well as like kind of knowing where Joe Camp's coming from as a filmmaker and yeah. like what the values he's trying to put out there is that I think that we were actually able to watch it with a much kinder eye because like the body of work speaks for itself yeah. and like he's not there's we know that it's altruistic we know yeah. that it's yeah if you're just flipping through netflix and you're like i need another christmas special to show my kid you might have a rude awakening that you, you might have a real yeah. problem i with can't this, yeah. yeah but we have we know everything about benji yeah. and the camp yeah. people I, you know yeah so. i can't i can't go yeah i would never go as far as to say like this it's totally harmless what's in this because yeah. it's definitely not you know like it's with we we can forgive it because we know the context yeah, of yeah. it's funny films. I mentioned that Santa's workshop thing but my friends and I always joke around because those old Disney cartoons now when you watch them on DVD they all have an introduction by Leonard Melton where he warns you that some of the things in this cartoon are now offensive but yeah. back then he didn't have the sensibilities and blah 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 well, so and, and just al- be warned that they're you yeah. know that kind of and thing. And also Disney re-releases those things with like edited out like they they do yeah. They erase you know they erase stuff that they did. They it, do when when they air it on TV and stuff, but yeah, when if you buy like the, the uh, Fantasia the Blu-rays or whatever, yeah. yeah, when you buy the fancy things, Leonard Maltin always gives an introduction. So I joke around like, I just need Leonard Maltin to be everywhere in my life, being oh, like, you're about to see something that's Le- offensive. Yeah. Leonard Maltin, please come out on our podcast. <laughs> oh my God, I love him so much. He was my professor. Um, yeah, but yeah. Anyways, this yeah, this could have like a little introduction, you know, or a little disclaimer, being like, this was in this year, and there are something images here that are not, you know, yeah no longer appropriate yeah but I, yeah you really can't edit them out because they're in the background and they're there the whole time yeah yeah so it's just like yeah you know the the, the things that i think the difference with the stuff that's cut out of the disney things is like 
a lot of the stuff that's cut out the the like you know racist stuff that's cut out of the Disney animated films. A lot of them are in there just for a joke. Yeah, they're, they're and, gags. And yeah, just as a, a stupid like this I can't really believe meant well. Yeah, no one the, these things are not in here as a joke. I don't know. They're not uh, like also lol. The, look also, at the these. Disney people could have drawn anything they wanted to. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's, true. that's true. Yeah, they yeah. were working within certain constraints. They that's only true. had certain kids around yeah. in the the countryside villa in Nice or wherever the hell they were. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And you know, every I uh, we're like totally off track. I would no. give this also no, this... six Pope Santas. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not a we're classic, not but it's great. <laughs> um, and it's so funny because like a lot of the things that I watch around Christmas are old and super problematic, but I still like. You know, every year we oh I always end up talking about Holiday Inn, right? There's the entire blackface number in Holiday Inn, and I watch the DVD that's got that in there because I'm a completist. But <laughs> it's horrible every time I'm like, yeah. but I still I don't know. The song's pretty catchy. There, there's uh, something about this that I feel like that other holiday films don't quite do is that you know Christmas isn't just about your family and who's next to you. Christmas is about everybody. Mm-hmm. On the planet, yeah, and that it that it, we all it's something that we all share, and it's something that we all kind of gather around. And everyone has a family. Everyone has a night in December where they like make things more important in their lives. And there's something about this special that addresses that more directly than anything else I've seen. Yeah. And I feel like that I would like to see the ideas that are picked up here executed in a way that tied them together because you could do you could take the ideas in this special and do them as a like we are the world type mm-hmm. like you, yeah like get you, on you, it kurt russell <laughs> yeah like, like, like where, where, you, where you could do it the way like i imagine if you asked joe camp like hey if you had all the money in the world and of you wanted course to make he would have flown out exactly like, yeah like, that's, like, that's what i wanted to say like I, I i can't speak for him but yeah having listened to some of the commentaries on the you know previous Benji movies, he's like a very kind, seems like a yeah. very kind, loving person, and I do think like if he had the option to like remake this movie today, yeah. this special today, it would be done you know with actual people from those countries and everything. Like I don't yeah. think he would have. It doesn't seem like he would have skipped a beat and, there. And then it would have been just through the filmmaking process of finding those people, talking yeah. to those people, and there'd be moments with those people, and it would be a full two hour special. That I think would be incredibly heartwarming. Yeah. And I would watch the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think that we can, being immersed in Benji, we can respect kind of where this thing's coming from, but also critique what's what it's putting out there. Yeah. And I think, I think that's all totally fair and good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think, uh, you know, this is a little bit slightly shorter episode for you guys this week, but, um, the, the, the funny thing is, uh, I got this Blu-ray and on the back of it, it says runtime an hour and 34 minutes or something like that. And I was like, holy shit, you guys, the Benji Christmas special is an hour and a half long. What? I uh, was terrified by this. And case. I was like, I went to put it in and I pressed play and it's like. I, you know, I checked to see how long it was and it says like 24 minutes. And I was like, what? Is that right? 24 minutes? <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, it turns out it's only 24 minutes. And the runtime is must be for all the features on the disc. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is kind of a shorter, uh, shorter little uh, special for everybody. Christmas bonus. Yeah. It's a Christmas bonus. It's in a Christmas spirit. And go Google some crazy Santa from some other country that, that, yeah. That, yeah. And find out what the other, Myth and themes. Send us are... photos of Pope Santa. Send us photos of Pope Santa. Send us. Send us uh, what your Christmas ritual is and sure. what you do. And yeah, that would be fun. Um. So yeah. Uh. Definitely go back and listen to the other Benji episodes if you mm-hmm. haven't. Um. Which you probably have if you're listening to this. Watch but... Benji. Send, send, watch Benji on Netflix. Send us photos of you with your holiday Benji, whoever mm-hmm. your furry friend may be. The, the entire Benji collection is on Netflix at this point. Maybe not every Minus some special. TV specials. Yeah, yeah, but almost everything is on Netflix now, and all of the classic Benji things are out on Blu-ray from Mill Creek, yep. um, other than the newest Netflix one. So definitely check that out. If you want more Christmas content, also go back and listen to the Santa Claus series and our just recently wrapped Home Alone series. Yeah. Home Alone. <laughs> Tyler, where can people send us their Santa letters? Send. And love. 
all of your Santa letters. <laughs> Actually, this time we would love if you wrote your letters to Santa in our review section on yes. Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. And then if you give us five stars and you tell us what you want from Santa, that is the best way for him to hear you. Yeah. In Santa any language. listens to our podcast. Yeah. No, no Santa, Santa reads the iTunes reviews. He does. <laughs> he does. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. true. Yeah. But if you want a more orthodox way of sending a letter, uh, Elis, where can they send us? You should email us at sequelrights at gmail.com. We need new franchises for 2019. For 2019. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a whole new year. Uh, How would you like to torture us? What should we endure? Yeah. I mean, really, that's what it's all about. So let us know. Yeah. It's the holiday spirit. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You can also (laughs) always reach out to us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sequel Rights. Yeah, and uh, thanks again. Uh, this might be the last episode yeah. that you guys hear. Um, that jingle this jangle? season with the with the Christmas version of, from my brother uh, Jordan Camps on the front, and also it might be the last episode that you hear this year from us. Um, we're we're winding up. We're you know we gotta celebrate the holidays too with That's our right. families, and you know, I know we love uh, talking to you guys every week and cr- talking about crazy ass sequels. But hey, we need a break too sometimes. That's you right. Know? That's so, right. uh, you might not hear from us until we'll come back in 2019. There might be a lot of news at some point <laughs> that I imagine that there will be, but maybe not. It'll be January. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll see. Um, January 2019. Here we're sitting. We don't know what's going to happen until then. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There may be a bonus episode for you guys after this one, but I, I can't promise anything. But you never know. Watch your mm. feed. Watch your feed. Even I don't know, to be check, honest. <laughs> check, your talking about. check your stocking. Check your stocking. Uh, but yeah, everybody uh, stay safe out there. Have an amazing Merry Christmas or whatever the hell you celebrate in every single country. Yeah, however we, you see Santa. And I a hope good, he's Happy nice. New Year, too. And we had a great year with you guys. We had a, so much feedback from our fans this year. We had the m- most feedback we ever had from, from the community of... of all our Tremors folks. Home and Alone. Home Alone and uh, Dragonheart and everybody yeah, out there. Yeah, and I guess, too, uh, like while we're doing thanks, thanks to all the awesome guests that we've had this year. All like, the amazing guests that we've it. had, yeah. And, and it, you know, please, if, you, if you're listening to this out of order and in order, like we record this to kind of be evergreen. So if there's a franchise that you're just getting into or you're just dipping into and, and maybe it's moved on. Like, let us know. Like, we'd love to talk about it. And, uh, uh, you know, these franchises because of this and because of kind of how they're constructed, they're going to endure past 2018 forever franchise forever. (laughs) Hashtag franchise forever. (laughs) Yeah. Much like spring break. You know, yeah. Sequel rights, uh, as we said, is a multiplicity, and uh, we are we are whatever you think of us. So when you think of us, please think of us kindly, <laughs> or whatever he says in the song. <laughs> 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 we are a multiplicity. They're doing Russian dancing right now. Just so you know. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, I uh, imagine that's what we're playing out to. I hope this being queued up now. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you guys bye, next everybody. year. Right, Happy bye. New Year. Thank you.